This is All About Home Construction, and here's your hosts, Terry Canalbeck and Randy Blake. That's right. Good morning, Randy. Happy Saturday. Saturday to you and everybody else. That's it. It's a beautiful Saturday on tap for us here. It's like hot and sunny and, well, summertime. It is. It feels like summertime. We're supposed to be in Blackberry winter. Nope. Nope. There's no uh, Blackberry winter this week. You know, uh, (laughs) the barn swallows come home two weeks earlier and then it got down cold and it got so cold they couldn't even fly. Yep. And uh, I got tickled at them behind up on the hill there. Just chirping away. I guess they're complaining. <laughs> I want to go warm. I want well, to get you know, They warm. come a long ways. Yep. <laughs> and hard to believe some of them come all the way from Argentina. Yeah. And the right? As little as they are, too. Yeah. I mean, think about that. And, uh, and you know, some of them are so small, like the hummingbird can catch a ride on big birds. Yep. Yep. Cool. But just the travel time <laughs> from there all the way up here. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's pretty cool to see. So, uh, but it looks like we're going to have a lot of pollen in there. Right, but it looks like we're going to have some blackberries this year. I think so. Lots of lots of flowers, lots of blossoms. And, That's uh, good. I actually caught me a, some wild bees this week. Oh, nice! Or actually, last Sunday, I baited a hive, and they actually flew into the hive. Good for you. And uh, which you know, I thought I'd try it. And, and it worked out. I guess it's beginner's luck. Mm-hmm. But boy, I tell you what, they got bad attitude. <laughs> they don't like for you to even really? walk around them. Really? And uh, well, maybe they'll settle down for you. Well, I hope. So. Well, they will. I hope. But it's nice that now that I got the bees. I have another box of bees coming in the mail. Sweet. But Sweet. Help well, the gardens out because last year, yeah, the gardens really put out with the bees. Well, that, it makes a huge difference in. Uh, yeah, like I, I was reading a thing the other day. I think it was Facebook or something. I don't know. Um, some college kid was talking about running into a swarm. She didn't know what it was. Like she was driving her car, and apparently it was on one of the roads. And you know, she was comp- trying to figure out why there was a big swarm of bees. And it was like they're honeybees. Don't kill them. Yeah. Well, don't I remember riding them. through them with a motorcycle. Oh, like little. Little pellets hitting you, right? Oh gosh, yeah, and uh, put a whole new meaning to bugs in your face. Yeah, yeah. So, well, that's good. I mean, you know, it's 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 good. There it seems like some healthy bees around, and uh, I I know some other people that have uh, have bees, and and they said they're they did okay over the winter. Good. And uh, so, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll be good. That'll be good. So, well, you know, uh, that they think that on the bees that they have a deficiency 60 minutes has done two stories on that okay and and washington state you know the largest apple growers in the united states depend on the bees sure and uh they've actually been working on mixing a top of mushroom grinding it up and make it into a liquid hmm. and they're feeding their bees and they seem to, that that helps a lot with colony claps that's good. That's good because I know that's been been a big deal, um, you know. And, and and we hear a lot about the pesticides and stuff too, and it, it's fungus and this and that. Like it's uh, mites. Well, I did yeah. learn that you can use two four D. Okay. And two four D will not uh, kill bees. That's good to know. Where a crossbow 
and other right. you know defaulents will. Okay, well, that's good. Which I always try, you know, over the years, I always try to to spray before the blooms happen. Exactly, like the multi-floral rose. Yeah, that's that's the like ideal, that. for sure. So, well, cool. Well, cool stuff. Till the clover gets out, and I mean, they really work when the clover. Comes oh, I know, out. right? It, yeah. It's it's amazing to watch a field of clover. It's like it moves. The whole field moves. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see. So. Well, listen, uh, what's going on to VFW? Oh, steak night tonight. Sweet. Yes. So, yeah, come join us, and uh, on May twenty first. That was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Today's the 22nd. Today's the 22nd. Post 7031 was 75 years old. Happy birthday. And uh, I don't know how many charter members are alive. Mm -hmm. You know, Mr. Millsaps was a World War II vet, and he was a charter member, from what I understand. But, you know, a lot of them are gone. Right. And those were the guys that came back from World War II that opened that post. That's cool. Well, good. That's really cool. And you know, I sort of kind of when uh, uh, Chuck's Charter took off Patriots Corner. Yep. On Saturdays on Channel Eighteen, you know, you got to actually right. see the guys that were still alive from sure. World War Two. But you know, they're they're sl- they took that down. I don't know if it's because of loss of life. Right. And uh, but they did take it down and. and Seen several times guys from Watauga County that's that was cool. on the show talking about what they accomplished over there. That's cool stuff. Well, congratulations, man. Happy happy birthday, VFW. Go celebrate with them tonight with a steak dinner. Yep. From 4 uh, to 8. Steak or salmon. Okay. Uh, we're doing Asian glazed salmon. And and the cool thing is this one, you know, in the, the past couple dinners you've had, uh, we've had to do drive through because of the pandemic and regulations and stuff, but the uh, governor's opened things up. So you guys can now, you can have inside seating, right? Correct. So That's awesome. Uh, this will be the first, well, you know, it's been over a year and a half since That's I great, man. Date night. That's great because that means you can, yeah, it's a real date night. How's that? It could be. There you go. So we'll go check them out tonight and uh, it'll be good. It'll be good. So. Well, I hope it does. I'll cut them myself. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'll tell you what, let's take a break. We'll get right back into All About Home Construction here in just a moment. Thanks for listening to us. That's right, All About Home Construction here on WATA, and we appreciate all of our listeners. Give us a call, 262-1567. Love to put you right on. And uh, before we get into the rest of the topics throughout, throughout the day today, Randy, um. I did read uh, an interesting news report that was talking about the CDC and the OSHA guidelines. You know, that there was a, a, a little bit of a, a time there where uh, the, the guidelines for the CDC and OSHA did not really line up in terms of the mask mandates and social distancing and things like that. Um, but according to this brief that came out, um, OSHA has is directing employers to follow the guidelines set out by the CDC uh, and uh, regarding you know, masks and uh, social distancing and fully vaccinated workers. So it's good to know that there's not offsetting, I guess you would say, uh, regulations and, and rules out there. Well, so. it, uh, you know, we had to have a travel paper. Right. You know, yep. to yep. show that we were essential workers when it first came out. Yep. And, uh, yes, you do have to pay attention still. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, if it's not for yourself, at least your customers. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, But now the CDC is saying that the fully vaccinated people no longer need to wear a mask or physically distance with any setting uh, except uh, required by federal, state, local travel or territorial laws, rules, and regulations, including local businesses and workplace guidance. There you go. That's the official statement. But, I mean, it, it, the good news is, like I said, I think there I think there was a, a week or so there where um, the CDC was saying one thing, but OSHA hadn't caught up in terms of, of what they were telling people to do on the job sites. So um, it's good to, just to kind of clarify that, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like it makes it, I'm sure it makes it easier for you because yes. now you know what to listen to or who, who to listen to. Well, if, um, if you're thinking about sawing and you got a mask on, you're no work, you're no better off than the filter is on a, a car, uh, yeah. air filter, because yeah. the whole time you're breathing, you're sucking that dust yeah. in and, and stopping your mask up. Uh, yeah. Well, and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, there are times you, you, you have to do it. Yep. And, uh, but, you know, I, I feel like I've been pretty fortunate, and a lot of other companies have been pretty fortunate, because most employees are like their employer. They're not out running the roads. And right. going to places they yeah. don't need to be going. Yeah. And exactly. uh, so that's made it a lot safer for everybody. Sure. Sure. So. Well, cool stuff. Well, uh, you would, you would, we, we sort of talked about um, a couple different things in terms of like lumber shortage. I mean, that, that's been a big topic for the last year, essentially, for us uh, and, and, and the prices and the shortages for lumber. And uh, what's what's lumber looking at right now, price wise? Well, uh, three quarter inch plywood last Sunday was seventy dollars a sheet. Wow. Half inch plywood was sixty. Uh, maybe mm. fifty six for OSB. Yep. Not good. I mean, that's generally what I do on Sunday mornings. Yeah. Do a little, you know. Yeah. What's this week looking like? You know, yeah. uh, trying to figure out, yeah. and you know, one thing right now is everybody is so impatient about everything. And well, I got to have it done. Yep. Well, then you give them an estimate, and they're going, "What's going on here? That's outrageous." Yep. And the thing is, wages hadn't changed. It's the materials have changed. Yep. And we got, you know, we got. I showed Terry that letter we got from the North Carolina Home Builders yeah. Association, going up one hundred and thirty-five percent. Now it's exceeded four hundred percent in the cost. Right. And so. <gasps> That's crazy. Uh, a two before ten foot long mm-hmm. was twelve dollars. Yeah, that's compared to you know, yeah, five ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, it yeah. and the pennies are starting to add up. And me as a contractor, it it scares me. And you know, we tried to ask Virginia Fox about this. Is the value of the home going to drop when this all comes tumbling down? Sure. So it's, if this house is being built at a 400% increase in materials, right? does that mean that house is going to lose 400% of its equity right. when, when the crunch comes? That's a, that's a good question. You know, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's you think about that, uh, you know, a $100,000 house now costs $400,000, but is it worth that next year? Is, yeah. is, or is it going to drop back down to 100000 You know, we went through this mess with the housing uh, crunch where they devalued the homes mm-hmm. 35%. Yeah. What give those people the right to devalue the home thirty five percent when we're up here building a, a right. home that's above grade home? That's a good question. It's a good question. And so uh, I guess time will tell. And uh, now we're now we're in a housing shortage, mm-hmm. and 
uh, most people don't think about it that don't live here. Us living here thinks that the market is so high that we can't afford anything. Right. But if you come from other states where they work cities and stuff like that, I'm sorry about you Florida people out there because you come up here and you poor mouth all the time. and uh, But you pay a whole lot higher wages down there because, right. golly, back in 2000, my dad in the 70s, he was 70 year old. They'd say, we'll pay you $25 an hour to come just yeah. work on our house back then. Yep. So. It's crazy. But you really, another thing, too, is another part of theft on the job is the quality of workmanship. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that people don't think about that, but you've always heard the saying, it's, you know, it's cheap better than good. Exactly. So, and I've seen people build new houses and turn around two years later, have to paint that house again. Exactly. Because they used a $10 gallon paint on it. Yeah. Instead of a 25, which now, golly. I was going to say, where are you getting a $25 can of paint? You see what I'm saying? uh, We bought two gallons of paint the other day, two different colors for a job, and that paint was two gallons was $94. Mm Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I knew they're running close to $40, $50, depends on what it is. So. Yeah, good paints are. and yeah. But the shortage, yeah. there's a paint shortage going on. Sure. And because uh, well, we, buy, we buy high-end paint from Sherwin-Williams. Right. And their high-end paint wasn't there. We mm. bought the mid-grade, and that's what that was. Mm-mm-mm. That's crazy, isn't it? So. But the good thing is, primer's not gone up. Well, that's good. And, uh, just prime everything. <laughs> Leave it primed. Well, you can, go, <laughs> you can go up to a house and see a house that's never been primed. I know. I know. Because the paint, you're not supposed to see latex paint flake off like enamel paint. But yeah. when it flakes off in big sheets, that's because the siding wasn't primed before yep. it was. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, yeah. For sure. So. Well, you know, one, one thing that I think has been, and I know we're, we're talking about lumber right now, but we'll we'll, we'll move on. But with the with the shortages and the price booms, you know, I think one thing that's, that's happening, and I guess it, to some extent this has always been an issue, but now it's even more prevalent and, and nationwide, especially is lumber being stolen. You know, materials being yes, stolen. Yes, it is. That's that's a big thing going on right now. Yeah, and uh, you know, it, it's like it's like every handful of years we have different things. I mean, it wasn't too long ago when copper was was out of the roof and. People were going into houses and ripping out, you know, copper wires and stuff like that. Yeah, football stadiums, yeah, high school stadiums. They were taking the copper yep. off the poles. Yep. So you know, but but now it's it's lumber, and I would imagine that you know, if you've got a job going on right now, that's kind of a that's kind of a touchy thing with with you know, in terms of I mean that when when a, when plywoods are or, or wood in general, lumber's already cost you four hundred percent more. Now you got to go buy another sheet or another piece because someone stole it. That's well, you know, we're eight hundred percent. You know, that's yeah. and we're even being told now that they. Uh, I can't even think of the term now about our insurance. You know, that covers the construction materials yep. on the job. That it depends on the size of the house if the insurance will cover it. Because if it goes to a million dollar home, they don't oh, want to insure oh, your home. No, I don't about that. You like it's. Yeah, because again, because of the increase in, in job, I mean, in, in the cost, you you get to that threshold faster. That yeah. makes sense. That, that definitely makes sense. So. And uh, 
but yeah, they don't want to insure the house now for the materials because builder's risk is yeah. what it's called. Builders, yeah. And uh, because, you know, generally a builder's risk policy is about $1,400 a house. Mm-hmm. All right. So that actually covers the house if it burns down. Right. And covers material thefts and stuff like that. It don't cover your tools, though. Okay. And, but it, so now they don't want to cover it because of the houses are so getting so high. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. And, you know, we've, uh, the, the biggest thing is, is we have, uh, we put a bank loan, or you're going to get a bank loan. We put an estimate in, and the materials goes up. Who loses? The contractor loses. Yeah. All right? Because the bank's not going to allow you to get any more money. Right, right. All right? But then you turn around, and and you have to, you're, the state allows us to put 10% on anything. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is it's waste. Right. All right. So you might have to figure your waste a little higher to compensate for right. prices. That way you can get your house built. That's crazy. Well, we'll take another break so that way we can, when we get back, I'm going to get into like theft and, and prevention uh, and, and how, kind of how to, some ideas and tips on how to prevent theft on a job site. We'll be right back right after this. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. And again, give us a call, 262-1567. Randy, the rest of the show really had a question for you, and and it's like, how do you prevent theft on a job site? Well, you know, we've never had a a problem with materials being stolen, but evidently it's turned out to be a large thing going on in the United States. Uh, They don't have a number on the wood materials stolen, but on... Heavy equipment theft mm-hmm. in the United States goes from three hundred million to one billion a year. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And, and uh, what are you doing with that equipment? Yeah. I mean, that's well, can't really. <laughs> say, you know, one crane costs I, one point something million yeah. dollars, but can you steal a crane? That's see, that's that's what I was curious. Like, you know, you, I mean, you think about any kind of big equipment, anything that you got to load, right? Yeah, like it, it's it. You know, I mean, you you don't just it, it's not like you're shoplifting. You're walking through and you and you shove something in your pocket. You know you can't. It takes a while to load something up and and to get it off a of site. Um, but you know one 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 of the biggest things there is in in. I mean, look, we live in a farming area still, like it or not, and that's you know how many how many even your tractors, how many people leave keys in in, in equipment? Well, everybody leaves the keys in equipment. Yeah, and, and, and uh, you know, it, so little things like that is uh, you know. It's sort of some of those keys, I guess, to, to to help help out. Like, don't don't leave it in. I know it's easier said than done, um, but don't leave it in the equipment or don't leave it visible. Yeah, um, you know that kind of thing. But you know, and, and we're going to go into a, a couple different things. But I would say the number one, you know, and this isn't really prevention, but the the number one thing to remember when it comes to theft in anything, and that you know, is to keep records. Keep right. your serial numbers, and this goes for little things or big things, right? N- know what you got. Keep your serial numbers. Keep a record of uh, inventories, um, not just job, not just you know material inventories. Well, you check but, your materials in when they come in yeah. the job, right? So you know what you got. And uh, as a contractor, you have a material list. You yeah. know your job takeoff exactly that you use for ordering and but, stuff. But how many how many times do you do an inventory of your tools? Generally not. That's uh, 
you know, we used to leave them on the job. Yeah. And the reason we left them on the job was we'd chain everything up with a big logging chain. Yep. And then we so, sort of kind of came in one day, and they took the time to cut the logging chain. Yep. Yeah. And they left the chain, but took everything else. That's oh, yeah. Well, that, that's that's the thing, and, and, and you know, when it, when it comes to, to to jobs, materials, you know, or let's say tools and things, and just everything in general. But like hide your tools. Um, you know, there, there's there, there's boxes. There, there's certainly storage, various storage boxes, and and uh, you know, ways to store them, but you got to make sure that those are not easy to get into themselves, right? Correct. And I mean, uh, if it's they're, just a, made, they're made so you can't get a bolt cutter up there to right, cut the lock. Right. But, you know, you can buy a little tank of acetylene pretty pretty reasonable, yeah. you know, that you can carry in. And I yeah. uh, had a friend of mine, you know, he always had job trailers. Mm-hmm. And uh, had a big. he had it all made up. And they took a pick and went through the side and cut a hole in so wow. they could just walk in and forget trying to break the locks forget the doors because it's just uh thin aluminum yeah. or thin steel and once you get one hole in it you can cut it with a pair of tin snips yep and then it's just a matter of how the ribs are set up if you can get through them or not or how you got your trailer set up sure or sure. what they can reach and uh but yeah uh bobby had about nineteen thousand dollars of tools got stole wow. out of his trailer that's crazy and the thing about it is as terry says you need to have your serial numbers for yep. every tool that you buy, but for the insurances, you have to have the invoice. Right. So when you buy a tool, duplicate your invoice and staple it together with the owner's manual and stuff like that, and then hopefully you can find it. Yep. Exactly. Uh, we never did. We found one tool that got stole from Wheels down there. It was right at 3500 and. uh and I did not have the serial number. I knew it was my tool, and I called the manufacturer, and they had deleted all their serial numbers oh. that were five years and older. Oh, man. And uh, there wasn't nothing I could do about it. Yeah. I knew it was my tool, but I couldn't prove it. Right. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, so that that's the key. Lock your tools up and... Uh, you know, it's it sounds when when you're hearing like oh everyone's rolling their eyes like oh he's, he's, yeah of course I've got to lock my tools up but how many tools do you leave laying around the job site when you're done at the end of the day? There's quite uh, a few, you know, uh, and it, yeah, and and just, that's and the re- and it's not because of people being lazy, right? It, it's because they just want to get to the job and get yeah, started faster, exactly. Or your uh, miter saw. Let's take a miter saw right. that weighs sixty pounds. Yep. All right. I'd rather lock that up on a chain than haul it back and forth on the truck and exactly. damage it yep. and knock, or knock it out. Yep. You know, so. you can do uh, field adjustments mm-hmm. on your saw, to, you know, to true it. Right. But the thing about it is you're going to have to spend an hour every yeah. time you do it. That's that's the thing. And, and so just put the – I mean, it goes without saying, I know, but, it, it, but in practice, you know, put the tools away at the end of the day. Uh, lock them up if you can. Um you know, then that that'll go a long way. Job box, yeah. spend the money on a uh, yeah. job box, um, and, and make it hard to get to the site. Now I know that that's counterproductive in a lot of ways, but you know, if if you've got a large site or you're worried about theft, uh, fence in the area. You know, don't put a gate on. Put it. a gate exactly. Don't you know? Don't make it easy. I guess to get in and out. And use the uh, gate as a some. You know, you got to have numbers on the house, right? And you need to have a post with a number in the driveway. Yep. So use it as that. Sure. 
use one side for the mailbox, one side for the yep. you know the numbers of your house, your nine one one numbers, mm-hmm. and then put your gate in. Then just unscrew it and take it home. Yep. Uh, one thing I a good friend of mine, uh, he uh, had a homeowner that was giving him a hard time about stuff disappearing in the house. Well, the whole time he'd been working on the job, he'd had a deer camera set up, infrared yeah. camera. So he actually caught who was stealing. Nice. Yeah. Well, the, you know, that's the good thing with technology is cameras are so comparably so, so much cheaper now. And whether it's, a, uh, you know, one that you, you leave live and you know, if you've got an Internet service um, or, like you said, you know, hidden deer cameras and, you know, things like the game yeah, cams. Yeah, you've got, you got game um, cameras that does not have a flash. They're yeah. infrared. And uh, come to find out, the homeowners were stealing. Mm. And Mm. you know what? I've had homeowners steal stuff off my job and blame it on me. Right. And so don't trust anybody. Sure, sure. Uh, Mm. Five years ago, the National Equipment Registration was set up. Okay. And uh, they have 12 million ownership records and they have a compiled list of 70,000 reports of stro- stolen construction and farm equipment on this registry. Wow. So, you know, when Terry asked the question, how do you find out about a tractor that got stole? Yeah. Well, yeah. the serial numbers are on it, and the parts people are starting to ask for what the serial number is on the tractor. They always do on heavy equipment. Right, sure. Okay, because that's how they find a lot of heavy equipment that gets stolen. But tractors yeah. and stuff, and that's how they... Find them is through the serial numbers. You got it. You got a serial number that comes up on the registry is stolen. It flags. It flags it. Yep. They want to know where you got that piece of equipment, and you might have bought that piece of equipment legitimate. Sure. The guy give you a bill of sale, right. but it's still a stolen piece of yep, equipment. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that's the thing, and you know it's uh, yeah, you just got to be careful. But that's why it's important to register those serial numbers too, and to know what they are. You know, Correct. and to have. Um, Always do your registration on any tool. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we, we talked a little bit about cameras, and uh, there's all sorts of different things now. And, and like I said, you know, especially things are things are so much cheaper. I mean, you think about like the the smart homes and stuff you see. You know, how, how many how many commercials or TV sh- or, you know funny bloopers do you see? You know, the the FedEx or, or UPS man falling over on the porch and stuff and mm-hmm. sliding down. Because the cameras are now, you know, even hidden in a, a little doorbell, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Now, I know it, it gets a little tricky on a job site because, especially a new construction, you don't necessarily have Wi-Fi and Internet. But there's still quite a few options for surveillance cameras around that's well, affordable. Like, like the deer camera. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, a few years ago, we had started getting a few things slipping off. And, and we put the deer camera up. Had a... Had a load of stone there, you know, and come from Buddy Woods. Yep. And we found, we just slid it back in, and it just blended in with the stone. And yep. we know who got our stuff. Yep. Well, that, that's the key. And, uh, you know, it, but what about lights? What about, like, lighting up the job site at night? You know, I know you're not working, but but a well-lit area is going to deter a little bit. Uh, it of, does. Of the, but, see, stuff. most time you've got a uh, – you're your your temporary powers out there you got a cord that runs in so yeah. it's just nothing for them to come up and unplug the cord yeah but it will you know until they unplug that cord if you go ahead and put a motion detector light up right 
then that way you've got a shot at trying to get them. I know that sounds like a lot of work, but when it comes to, you know, if you don't have insurance on your house while you're building it, right. that's cheap insurance to have sure. that lot. Sure. Well, every little thing can can help, I guess. Uh, it, it, matter of fact, that was one of the answers right there. Let there be light. Yep. Darkness is a thief's best friend. Sure. So. Sure. Um, you know, and, and don't be – one thing I, I was reading was, like, don't be predictable, um, you know, and, and – because and, um, – some especially this is like larger things being stolen, but sometimes for those thieves are familiar with it. Like they've came the night before. They came, you know, they've kind of scoped out the area. They might have drove by your job yeah. for weeks. Yeah, you know, just see what's going on. Exactly. Maybe waiting. Uh, they might be waiting on a big ticket item. Right. Like doors or windows to yeah. come in. Uh, yeah. I've never heard of anybody stealing uh, drywall. Right. But you know, well, like you said earlier. I, there's a lot of house wiring and house plumbing yeah. that got stolen. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, um, you know, appliances. I know, I know of, uh, like, appliances. When, when So before the, you know, when the job gets towards the end and you start getting things like appliances in, um, you know, that, that things like that get stolen a lot, too. Yeah. Uh, generally not a refrigerator, but a stove or a yeah, dryer. Something two, or two guys can easily roll out and push out. Um, especially before they get installed, you know, it makes it that much easier for them. So we'll take a break. Our last one. And we'll come right back right after this. Thanks uh, for listening. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. Thanks for listening to us and uh, talking a little bit about s- security and theft prevention. Um, yeah, you know, th- th- there's nothing you can really do to always prevent, uh, pre- you know, 100% eliminate it. But the more you can do to deter it, the better off you're going to be, the better yes. chances you're going to have. And, uh, you know, that's why stuff like lighting and, and uh, we, you know, some of the easy things that you can do, and, you know, like like you said, the gates and, uh, you know, putting up some kind of gate system, um, even even the cables and wires across, I, you know, yeah. uh, gates across the road. But I've seen – I know one uh, years ago I went to and uh, – I mean, the cable was so loose you could drive underneath it just about, you know. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, where it stretched out and uh, pull, pull the post and, you know, it sort of leaned over. Well, you um, know, they got uh, uh, deer cameras now that are wireless. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They're quite expensive, but yeah. they work off a cell phone tower. Yep, yep. Um, you know, while we're on the t- kind of talking about theft of materials, and again, this is, you know, not something that's ever been a huge deal, I guess, in, the, in terms of, of theft. You know, I mean, it, it, I see a huge deal in that lots of people were stealing materials. But, I, I, you know, you're always – how many times have you lost a two-by-four and not even known it, you know? Uh, you got a big stack and a neighbor comes over and decides they needed a couple pieces. We've been pretty um, fortunate on that. That's good. But, uh, you know – When I worked out the coast, that happened right. more. But – when you when you have you know the, the, such a huge increase in, in prices now, um, that makes it more appealing, I guess, to, to criminals. Well, it's it's uh, almost better to pay that twenty five dollar delivery fee. Yep. And let them make multiple trips out, so you're not well, really yeah storing a lot of materials on the job. And that's the key. Saying the number one time of thefts is six o'clock Friday afternoon to six o'clock Monday morning. Yeah. Is when most 
thefts occur. Sure. I mean, when I mean, think about it, though. You got the weekend when uh, no one's there. Um, you got plenty of time to to kind of get in and get out, so to speak. Um, but you know, one, one of the things too is is schedule those deliveries appropriately. Um, you know, and I, and and, I, and I'm all about being efficient and 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 saving a penny in terms of you know delivery. And I get why you would uh, you know why you'd put things together. You know, okay. I mean, I don't need this right now, but I'm getting it delivered to be cheaper. Go ahead and add this on to it now. I get that, and I'm not saying that's bad. I mean, that's actually good business practice. But when it comes to you know theft and stealing, uh, schedule those. You know, schedule the materials you're going to be using, um, and 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 don't don't have a lot of stockpile, so to speak. And, uh, but schedule those on times when you're actually going to be there, so it's not just something that's going to be dropped off and left. You know, uh, and and, and um, you know, so that, so that there's a little bit of accountability in terms of uh, at least getting it inside the site, so to speak. Um, that, that I think that's a that's an important thing. And uh, you know, as a as a boss, as an owner, be there, be present, because yeah. you know some of these things you know getting stolen from. We, we mentioned homeowners or, or, or themselves are getting stolen from from employees or you know contractor like subcontractors, employees, things like that. Be present. If they see you walking around a job site, you know, keeping an inventory of your tools and keeping an inventory of what you have, they're going to be less likely to steal it because they, they know that they're going to get caught. They're, I mean, the more the more eyes on it, the, the better. And, and the fact that you're you're making a point to you know to keep up with uh, what materials or what what uh, tools and appliances you have on the site, you know, that's uh, and don't be afraid to drive up in that after or late afternoon, late late evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, 9 o'clock. Exactly. I mean, that's what I was saying about, you know, not being predictable. Um, if you, you know, if you're, you're, I mean, I'm not saying you need to camp. I mean, I guess you could if you're really worried about it, but you don't have to camp out. But, you know, drive, like you said, drive by. Um, you know, if it is, uh, if, if there's, you know, if it's an addition or something, you got a homeowner in there, let the homeowner, you know, like, 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 like as a homeowner, take a little bit of responsibility and, and just compassion for, uh, the person working with you, you know, and, uh, that kind of thing. Well, one thing that's happened uh, with all this mess going on, new construction in the South has dropped seven percent. Isn't that interesting? Over the na- compared to the rest of the nation. Yep. And uh, and that, well, I I contribute that anyway to, to prices, but correct. And uh, uh, but then again, home sales are still out the roof. Out the roof, and it's now that's getting ready to end because yep. they're saying the homes. Yeah, are about all bought up now. Yeah, and uh, so in the last year, home sales have been up nineteen point one percent. Wow. I, yeah, I mean, I you hear that, but you know they're also blaming this lumber shortage on homeowners that do their own jobs because more and more people's been doing it. I, and I think there's a big, I think that's a big part of it. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that's the cause, but I think it's, a, I mean, that's definitely one of the straws right on the camel's back. Well. Um, that's what they say, but when I was reading about uh, three mills that were shut down last April yeah. in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, that made OSB, right? That that, that sort of kind of contributed. Sure. To well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I think you know, I, we, we talk, I know we talked a lot about that, but that you know, it's it's a lot of uh, a we're lot just, of straws on that back, some bigger not, than others. We're just not getting the right answer. Yeah. Exactly. I don't. I we're don't, asking the questions, but they ain't nobody talking. Yeah. So I don't know. 
I don't know, but uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully some of that theft, uh, you know, hopefully that'll help some people. I'll give you some ideas. I know a lot of it's kind of common sense stuff, but sometimes when you talk about it or hear it out loud, it, it, it you know rings some bells in there. Uh, but like I said, number one, keep good records. I think that's that's not really on the prevention side of things, but that's um. But it could so, help you yeah. with that uh, registry and, that started yep. five years ago. Exactly. Uh, so when you get a tool, it, when you get a hammer, right? Uh, I mean, I know it sounds like a cheap little thing, but the more the more records you have, the better off you're going to be. Period. Well, you know, I stopped in a little town one time coming back from Georgia because I had to get gas, and uh, I, somebody had to go to the grocery store or something too. So. And there was a tool place over there. And I walked in that tool place, and I bet they had 50 air compressors sitting on the floor for sale. Now, I wonder how many of them air compressors yep. were stole. Exactly. Yep. Again, something small and easy most, to grab. Most contract, yep. about everybody I know has every air compressor they've about had. If they've not had it, then it's in the yep. junk pile. Yep. For sure. Because so. you spend fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars $1,500 for a compressor, you just don't take it out and pawn it. Exactly. I'm with you. So, well, uh, I don't know. It, it's, you know, I, I can't relate because I don't go out stealing stuff. So I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know what gets in people's minds. I I, I can't, I don't fathom that because my brain doesn't work that way. Well, maybe I'm just used uh, to supplying thefts with tools or thieves with tools. <laughs> I feel sorry for them because they want a black and decker. Right. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, well, thanks for uh, listening to us all about home construction. Go check out the steak dinner tonight, 4 to 8 o'clock at the VFW. The first one uh, in a while, thanks to COVID. Yep. So uh, go out and enjoy it. All right, man. Well, Randy, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.